Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the TAMS Percussion Podcast. We're on episode 17, Gear Talk, uh, Percussion Talk, part two. We're joined by uh, myself, Sky, Michael, Taylor, and Sue Lin. The whole gang is here. Oh, man. So Yay. So good to be back with everybody. I know it's been a little bit of a delay getting some stuff out. It's been weird balancing schedules lately, and I just want to address that. It's just been a lot of stuff. But some of us are back on spring break. Some of us are just getting out of spring break. So it's just a little fluctuation. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about gear. And for all of our people around the different levels of gear, how we store things, care and maintenance, and a little bit of organizational tips. So just getting started. I know we have two people currently student teaching right now, which is wonderful. How about we go right to Sky talking about some intro kind of gear for your middle school band. So Sky, what do you think your favorite kind of gear to start out as a new student would be? Okay, for for so this is my I personally like this is fairly new. I, I really like Promark's line of stuff when it comes to like beginner stuff. They have a set of concert sticks. I like so they have the concert two sticks or basically like an sd2 except the the taper is nicer um really it's just like snare sticks you can buy whatever timpani mount vic first two ones are always good for for goodness sake please give your percussionist wound mallets i'm so tired of hearing like in my classroom so we have, you know, the basic set of percussion instruments, marimba, xylophone, bells. We have like five bells back there and then a vibraphone that's barely live, surviving. Uh, I am sick and tired of hearing like percussionists play with the hardest plastic mallets from like Amazon or from wherever or just like, guys, please stop. And like, they're not, and, like sometimes they're just like not in time. Taylor, what do you think about... I mean, you're just starting out with like middle school teaching. Are you still in middle school right now? Yeah, still at, still at my middle school placement. I'm switching to high school uh, in like two weeks. So I'm super excited. But uh, in terms of beginner gear, I think, I mean, I agree with everything that Alfred said, but definitely stuff that's lightweight, like for sure, because especially like younger kids, like having the double braced things that are like super heavy and you know any of that stuff it's just it doesn't really work out with kids because they can't move it it's not easy so it it's less of them wanting to like for example if they had to set up a really heavy snare stand to practice snare they'd probably want to do it less <laughs> sadly but um but also just ease of like getting around and being able to set up and all this stuff you want to make sure that your students are easily able to move things. I know that Yamaha, I don't know if, Alfred, I don't know if it's dropped yet, you might know, but they're dropping a new like lightweight. Um, yes, they are. Has it, has it dropped? Uh, yes and no. Yeah, they're selling the drum set series, but not the concert snare stand itself, at least from what yeah. I've found. But they do have specifically that with the concert height and the concert height stands go really tall yeah so. yeah i know with that new like lightweight series that they're they're dropping that's going to be great especially for i mean not just for gigging musicians i mean that's going to be very helpful for gigging musicians but also for like young kids because it's still sturdy equipment but it's light so it's easy to move around so i just think anything like that i agree with the hard mallets it's it's a headache having to hear like hard mallets on the marimba or something it's like no use your yarn mallets but making sure that your students have that variety like having hard mallets having yarn mallets um yeah i think one mallet we all like to sleep on a lot when we're doing middle school placements or just teaching younger students are the ip240s I know like a lot of professionals even still use them. Like I know, I think I've heard like Brian Zader still likes using those a lot for some things. Like on the Berserker video he did with Kayla Pickering's piece, Berserker, he recorded that with them, which is really cool. So like these mallets are really good from like beginner range and they could still last you like your mostly rest of your career that way. And I just like a lot of stuff from Innovative. So 
I might be a little in that kind of idea, but IP 240s. <laughs> Ice from Marimba. And like, I, know, I like a lot of other, my favorite snare sticks, like just in general, like the innovative James Campbell's. He uses a lot, you know, the new ones, like that, not the laminated ones. The laminated ones I had just didn't hold up as well. Like the regular acorn looking tips with a little crown on the, on a bit of it. Just really good stick, really quality stuff. My professor and I made a bunch of timpani mallets myself, but like I really like the Clevelander style of sticks more than anything, but I know there's some other good stuff from IP out there as well. That's like similar. I know we have a bunch in the studio, just like extra mallets. It's not even like in the in the professional college studio here. So, you know, can't go wrong. There's so much stuff of that company in general, even for beginning gear. And like, I'll talk about more later, but you know, <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. I also agree with everything you guys have said. I think it's really good to have like gear, like from when you're a beginner and then you can still use it later on. So I'm not saying like you have to get like the cheapest thing ever and you don't have to like spend like, thousands of dollars on mallets either but it's just nice to have like some mallets like I started off with oh like encore mallets and like I realized like for like from four mallet stuff and like I still use them to this day so it's still really good so I feel like at a young age if you know this is something that you want to do then it's okay to like invest a little bit because mallets will last you like a very very long time yeah I think that's like a good just for all sorts of covering bases for most beginning middle school groups you're not going to need like a bunch of different xylophone mallets all the time you're not going to need a bunch of different vibraphone mallets a bunch of block and spiel mallets you just need like a couple of general things so like i think a good solid pair or two of marimba, marimba mallets preferably great like a graduated set of some sort some good snare sticks will last you a while I think a soft timpani mallet and, um, and the hard timpani mallet get you a lot of places. So getting into the mediums will definitely be a better. So maybe like maybe medium, hard, medium, soft total. And then uh, you don't need to worry about buying accessories yet, especially like when you're still getting into this whole thing. So it's really important to prioritize just getting something you can use generally for a lot of the area. You're not going to break your budget. And I know parents, it's very tempting to go on Amazon and buy things. Unless it's like something from an actual company like Innovative Percussion or like Vic Firth or Encore, Promark, anywhere like that. Like don't buy the Amazon bundle. I have bought stuff when I was starting out, like when I did drum set for a while. I have probably 20 pairs of sticks from this, like this giant bundle pack. And most of them weren't like balanced at all. None of them were balanced. Some of them were really rough and stuff like that. They're just not good, good sounding sticks, you know? So you, even for like drum set or anything else, it's just not good. So really try to stick to your name brands. It might seem a little bit more expensive in the moment, but it's going to last a lot longer. What about um, like drum pads? And also what do you, what is your guys' opinion on, have you seen those little like, I don't know, they're like rubber tips that you can put on your um snare drumsticks like I just discovered those and like my friend has one of them I don't have them but I'm like this is like kind of awesome and you can kind of drum wherever you want so if drum pads too expensive or too inconvenient like that could be a cool alternative too I definitely remember having a couple of those when I was around in like my middle school high school days the big for chop outs but they usually are, but they also just sell the little tips so you can put them on like anything else you have. Like I've had these sticks forever. I could probably like find some way to put a tip on these, but these ones might be a little bit thick since they're marching sticks, but it's what I have laying around here. But you know, they're good. I like them a lot. What do y'all think? I've used the, the, the Vic Firth Universal Practice Tips, and I think um, they're not perfect, definitely not but like when you're at the gig and you want to do like a little a little playing on like a coffee table or something they definitely like serve that job they're soft enough to where you get the feel you get that balance but it's not going to damage anything you're hitting um, so long as you're not being like crazy um i did i got the like was it the ralph hardeman 
practice ones from Vic Firth where it's like a marching stick, but like the tip is the rubber one. So if you break the tip, it kind of looks weird. But besides the point, uh, they work really well. Um, definitely good for chop building as well. Yeah, I think the the rubber tips, definitely, they're really cool. It's cool that you can use them wherever. Um, so I agree with that. In terms of like practice pads or something, I have a real feel pad and I like it a lot, um, but it's also really expensive. Um, and I think honestly, the I think they're the Remo pads that are, <laughs> uh gray and they have like the rim on the top and like every beginner uses them they're sturdy so like they work they last so they're not the best feel wise but for a beginner i don't think they're the worst um because they will definitely last for a long time i really like those um i think it's called the tune tone touch or something they look like they're a real snare drum head but they're not and they're actually a pad and I feel like I play awesome on them and they're like super beautiful. And I want my professor to give it to me. Like he has two and I don't know, I think he should share. But anyway, I think that's what it's called. That's nice too. I have like a Vader pad. I know Josh, Josh Jones has like a mini pad like this big and I have another mini pad which is like this big. Um, Anyway, pads are nice to have, whether you're a beginner or an advanced not beginner. I definitely think your pad collection just kind of grows over time. I know I had another one laying around here, but thanks to the wonderful world of Instagram and all that, I got this pad here from Movement Drum Co. for free from winning a giveaway. I got really lucky and won a giveaway for them. It's a four-in-one kind of drum pad. It's definitely not a beginner kind of thing but it's like the only pad I'll probably ever use for the rest of my time. This one side is like pretty like a standard pad and the other side is like harder this way. It also has like a foam insert you can put on top of it to make it like no sound. And it also has like this plastic one that you put on. I think it was marketed for like brushes or something, but it's really like just a kind of sounds like a Kevlar head almost. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, definitely I not feel a beginner pad. <laughs> I feel like I never win giveaways. I don't know. It's not like I do them, but I get, I get like scared to like tag random people and like repost. It's probably weird, but I don't know. You just gotta, you just gotta post. You gotta tag like everybody. Gotta do it. Their their mom, their grandma. You gotta tag everybody in it. Try to get those giveaways. Nice. If there's no limit, some some giveaways give you limits on them. Like I don't know. Just I see people like tagging like a list of people like all the way down. I think I saw like um, there's an IP giveaway. I think Ivan Trevino's given away his now. It's a while back. I think of like a thousand comments. Ooh. I think it was a lot. These are the important tips. Yeah, so make sure you read all. That the way you don't have to print. pay. <laughs> read all the fine oh, print. I'm gonna try and say this before my internet craps out again. Um, I think people definitely need to stop talking about practice pads, like with such elitism. Cause like they're like oh the the real feel is the best or the Vader is the best or like this is the best. But it's like they you they all use the same gum rubber and the same like wood basically, and like you, you you're comparing colors right now, and I mean, relax guys, it's just a practice pad. Like it's like I, I like I I've gotten into such heated arguments over like something like that i'm like it's never practicing like like we don't we don't even have to be so hostile about it um but on the topic of giveaways i did get a what is it the pro logics two-sided ones um from rich uh rich stitzel from drum mantra uh he's a really cool guy we'll plug him um he's a great drummer too um that was, and I think I got that just as like the pandemic happened, but like it's a one like green, it's the green gum rubber with the other side foam. And the foam is just really great for really quiet or like chop building. And I love it. So it's my pad. I have, I have something to add on to what you said, Sky, because like, I think it's really good that you talked about like elitism of like 
and like drum pads and stuff like because I guess in my experience I never really had like had people talk about that kind of stuff but I will say like the cool thing about percussion is that like it's like you can drum on anything everyone anywhere so that's really cool um like I remember sometimes like if I forgot like over the summer to like bring a drum pad I would just like practice on books specifically hardcover books because they're really nice like so it's like the world is just your percussion instrument and you can play on whatever you want which is really nice so like whatever works for you and it doesn't have you don't have to even have fancy gear um or even like fancy mouths because like at the end of the day it's like about touch and musicality and i feel like if you can make anything work in some cases like layout but if you can make it work then that's cool and you don't need all the fancy stuff the end that's right a lot of the greats got their starts chopping out on pillows because there's like no rebound on those things so if you like just you know you're getting a pillow it's just gonna sink right into them into it so there's no yeah it's all about just for getting the pull back out of the out of it yourself work on that I think I, I think I actually built my first practice pad like I found like a drum mute the kind that you like throw on top of drum heads I cut like my, my school is throwing them away I took that cut it up and took a piece of wood cut that up glued it on there and it, bam made my own practice pad make them out of literally anything and everything you can get your hands on the sky pad buy them now for $15.99 please don't there's too much geometry <laughs> fun fact i tried to make it into like a triangle shape so it fit just perfectly into a basket stand does not fit on your lap oh no no, no. that was that but, but that's that's my fun story for the day yeah triangles don't always line up their best way but yeah um so we kind of covered a bit about more middle school things about the next step up like you're in high school you're kind of getting a little bit more serious about percussion stuff what do you what's your what's your go-to wait hold on Before me. We go, wait no hold thoughts i'm so sorry so i so i don't know if you guys ever heard of the tornado chime mallets so the ones with like the long stick and the cone buy those for your tiny percussionists they are so they're as the so they're from massmo mallets i know the guy personally choppy massmo great guy uh they are built for those who are vertically challenged um and they they work perfectly for small people and just like if you can buy them get them because they're great sound great Wait, hard great. sky what are they exactly so they have like a cone it's like it's literally a cone of like nylon plastic on a stick and they're they're chime mallets and you can use them for like fast chime passages or even just like you know regular playing especially if you have like those bass chimes like the really long ones the lower end they're good for that too oh i know what you mean cool thank you But yeah, no, moving on a little bit. So high school, when you're starting to get a little bit more specialized, you're kind of thinking, oh, I need a little bit more variety in my sound. I need a little bit more variety in what I'm playing. I'm playing different instruments I've never seen before. What should I have? What do y'all think? Me. Um, well, this could be also for college too. Um, it's something that I just, I guess, recently started doing. Um, and I want to know your guys' opinions too. Um, wrapping your mallets with tennis tape. Like, yeah, because I use Britain Grip and I actually think it helps me a lot. There's like something, it's like a nice little squishy hug. Um, I can hug my mallets and I feel like I play better because like I think it I think it helps prevent calluses or something. And like you can get like my tape is pink. It's also my mallets are really dirty, but anyway. Like, and you can customize it and make it all pretty. But I think tennis tape, at least for me with my grip is useful, but I don't know. What about you guys? I don't really use tape personally. I think it just gets in the way of what I'm doing with, my, with the rest of my mallets. I use Steven's grip mainly, so I don't have to worry about like the cross grip 
blisters, but if I do play anything of like Burton, like my Viberfem mallets I have from Artifact are wrapped already. Like they are wrapped from the previous owner I had. So like I use them that way and they're good for that kind of thing. I usually play Steven's grips. So like it's usually all right. Like it's just, I don't end up wrapping mallets that way unless I'm going to be crossing them over. Sue, do you play cross grip? Nope, I play Burton. That's, that's still like a, a cross grip. Oh, I guess then. Not, I yeah, thought it was not. different. Oh, I guess is it like a type of, yeah, I guess then, sure. Yeah. Because it's cross like... grip, traditional, I don't know. I just do what I do. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I usually play Stevens. I never really wrap my mallets. I try it sometimes. It just doesn't really work out that well for me. And like my hands get really sweaty when I play. So like some say it helps out with that kind of thing. I just it never really helps me out with that thing. So I don't wrap. Yeah, I personally don't like the feeling of the tape on the mallets. I understand how it can like help and stuff. But it just makes the mallet to me feel bulkier. And I don't know. I know it's supposed to help with grip, but for me, I feel like it does the opposite. Um, and the having, since I'm so used to the way that the mallets feel, having the tape like just makes it feel weird in my hands. And that's just my personal opinion, though. That's how I feel about the grip tape stuff. I use grip tape. Um, I definitely respect the, it's definitely a personal choice, but I don't think it's like, you know, let me go back to what, I, I keep going back to the point that people have people are extremely elitist when it comes to their like equipment preferences like I mentioned so did anyone use grip tape they're like oh no that sucks it feels terrible like okay it doesn't do any of that it doesn't change them out that much um I play Stevens and Burton so it definitely helps with like cross grip but also comfort and I'm also have really bony fingers um so it can hurt occasionally um i like but i also am okay not having it so long as like the birch if i'm using birch so long as the birch doesn't feel like garbage some companies the birch is eh. but some some companies the birch is just like yes um but that's that's my my take on on grip tape Yeah, definitely good. I think it's nice that we're 50-50 on this topic. It's kind of like, you know, it's choose your own adventure at this point. And there's no real bias either way, I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah, just do what's best for you. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Um, but yeah, you're getting you're getting your high schoolers ready for all sorts of stuff. You probably you probably want to try if you're a band director. I would like recommend having a studio set of mallets of any sort, or like a school set of things, just so you can have some sort of way for everybody to have their own kind of gear to get ready and do all the do all the things, and just labeling it with the school's name and like making sure there's a solid place for it, like in the back of the room, like keep a mallet, like a get one of those big mallet bags, keep it in the back of the room, and like write like the initials is like but like a, like even a little label maker or something put it near like one of the end, probably the top end by the head of the mallet and then you like you know like property of made up high school and made up virginia kind of thing on it or to even just write in sharpie too i definitely think it's a good idea to have those kinds of things what are your what are your thoughts i think I think it's really important just like in general to keep all of your equipment organized there's been places that i've worked and everything was just like everywhere and it was like you didn't know where things were or things got um mistreated because there was no order you know in the room or with the equipment so having a way to like inventory like if especially if you're like working somewhere inventory your stuff and um keep it organized, have a system, stuff like that. I just think it's really important. On the topic of that, uh, typically how I always have my mallets and I always put blue tape around like the very collar or very like underside, like the bead or the mallet head. That's how I can like, and doing that, everyone 
like in my studio even to like knows that's specifically mine um so if you find like a really good or was it artifact uses washi tape if you have like oh if you guys see the bright neon yellow tape on the mallet just right there very subtle not very distracting either but like they're going to ease um, easily recognizable um and because was it there was someone who was trying in, in, in high school I, ca I caught like one of the underclassmen trying to steal a pair of vibraphone mallets mainly because i'm a gear nerd i identified it but like i can easily like someone can easily just take them and walk away and be like oh these are these are mine like you can't you can't really i mean yeah you can say that their initials are on there but you have to go and look at the stick and read it to see if that was there them or not but take you can see it the color it's where it normally is very quick to identify and yeah same, same thing like have a have a system deep inventory all that jazz do you I guys think oh michael you go ahead as i say i used to do the same thing all the time with my mallets like i used to do green tape like right there on them right around the top easy to identify so fully agree with skies haven't done it in a long time but it is a really good idea for you all to do that i was gonna ask do you guys think that in high school you should buy like vibraphone mallets and like xylophone mallets and glock mallets i mean i definitely think I, and i think we talked about this last time to definitely have like a like a school set of like all those like mallets that you can just share but like for me i think when i was like in middle school and high school i had mainly marimba mallets and i didn't have vibraphone mallets yet and i think actually xylophone mallets too but like what do you think or like you like like i said i think the school should just have like a set where everyone can just share those things i think maybe in like when you're like a junior and senior, then you can get like buy mallets, but I'm not sure when, like if you're a freshman or sophomore in high school, you would need those things yet. I don't know. I um, think you have some sort of, in, oops, sorry. I, I feel like if you have some sort of inclination to go into the music industry in some way, I think you should probably get some stuff for yourself. If you have someone who's like not going to do it, not going to do it, but still like pretty good at what they're doing and like still kind of serious about things like let's say they want to continue like their music life they're not gonna be like a music major like let's say like a march like drum corps or something i wouldn't tell them to buy like very specific concert accessories you know but like if they need like some certain really good like field mallets like if they're you know like i don't know, like the renix for example or something like that this is what i think of paul and sandy have like really good stuff but if i'm just thinking of what they're doing it's all about what you're going to do later, I think, more so. I definitely think that you run into more, and what I've seen, you run into more marimba than you do vibraphone. So in the pecking order, I think marimba mallets would go first. And a lot of the vibraphone parts that I've encountered in band are more lyrical in nature. So say you got like a medium, medium, hard marimba mallet that just works well enough on vibraphone be like a really good choice. But then you, for your students, you would need to provide what those mallets would be. So if you can, so they spare, spare them the time of having to do what most of us had to do and do spend our money for trial and error buying mallets yeah so Ooh. i think that yeah if you're getting more serious about percussion things um starting to invest in your own mallets is important but it's also nice to have like a school like as a teacher having like a school set of things um so that way every time your percussionist has a new instrument, they have to play like, oh, they're playing xylophone now or they're playing vibes or whatever. That way they don't have to buy something new every single time. But that also goes into like, whenever they're beginners having like a good starter, like pack of things that they should have. 
Um, so I definitely think it's a balance for sure. I was going to say that like, you know, middle school, high school and college, I think like, and especially college and high school, like, you know, percussionists are all such like a close knit family and like, don't like take advantage of people's stuff, but like people like, especially like upperclassmen for me, like, like we all share gear and we'll share mallet. So it's like, yeah, you might not have like Walter Blues, but like your friend might, so you can borrow that and they might not have Walter Greens and so they can borrow your mallet. So it's like, you know, like that's what's really nice. Like, you know, caring is sharing. And like, like I said, like some people might not have what you have and vice versa. So there are people who are like, I asked like a bunch of my friends, like, hey, like those mouths look nice. And they're like, oh, do you want to try these? Like you can practice them with them for a little bit. And like people ask me if they want to try my marimba one mouths, for example. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Cause it's like, they just want to try it out, little test or whatever. Like same thing with like triangle beaters and triangles. And like, obviously at a certain point you should like get your own gear and collect it over time. But if you can't like, that's what your friends are for and like your professors will also like let you and high school band directors will let you borrow their stuff too. So you're an undergrad now. You've made it through high school and middle school. You're really interested in continuing percussion. What do you need? I think this is the time you start like looking into accessories as well. And like different kinds of murmur mallets and different kinds of snare sticks, just experimenting, finding your sound. This is where we can start getting a little bit more nitpicky kind of detail and ideas. And this is also the point in time where I think you can probably start looking at getting your own instruments, like your own snare drum, your own like triangles, your own everything along the line. So what do you think? What's, what's some other ideas you have in that kind of regard? I mean, overall, like trying, like it's 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 at this level where you see the most, like, what is it, toxicity, elitism, like strong preferences towards people's things, and it's at it's also at this point that people can really start to go for the the concept of finding their own sound. Um, and a lot of it does have to do with like how much you're willing to pay, what kind of music you're going to be playing and kind of just what you're looking for. Uh, if I were to suggest, and I, I definitely would suggest finding, like plan it out. Like if you need to play one Marimba solo your freshman year of undergrad, then get the mallets you need I, I definitely agree with that. I was definitely uh, the designated gear guy in the studio. Um, I think everyone at some point has borrowed my mallets, uh, especially Taylor, um, six of mallets. Um, and that definitely helps when you're looking for mallets because they're, they're, the resources that we have online as to to help us look for what we need is so limited. Um, and there's a lot of people that have bought things that I have because they got to try it for me, mainly being like artifact. Um, like, yeah, go, go Aaron, love your stuff. They, they are trying to like my, my xylophone and bell stuff. And then they're like, yeah, I've, I, I, want, I want one of these. And they, they all stopped by PASIC, the PASIC booth and grabbed some. So like small acts of kindness like that does have a very important influence on everyone around you. Um, building that studio community. All of the greats are those who elevate each other. And that's as, as simple as that. Yes. You can't get anywhere without helping somebody else out, I think in this way because if you're going to be like the best you can be the best player in the world but like if you can be if you're going to be a jerk it's not going to be good you're not going to have any gigs you're not going to have any networking you're not going to have any friends <laughs> so you know help each other out lend some mallets out if you really just want someone to try something if you or if they're asking like oh hey can i borrow your piuses for a minute I'm like yeah sure 
go for it, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, and also at the same time, like I said, don't mooch off of other people's things. Like, don't expect you can always, like, make sure you have what you need, but, you know, like, don't take advantage of, like, a person's kindness if they let you borrow their triangle or tambourine or anything like that. At Taylor, he... I'm sorry, little story. I know, so Taylor and I went to the same school. Taylor's laughing because she knows. I know the exact walk that she'll come up to me. She'll be like, could, could, could I borrow some sticks? Or can I borrow those sticks? I'm like, okay, here you go. Have fun. A little puppy dog eyes going up. <laughs> Ready to go. Please. Yeah. Throwing a little, throwing a little, please, throwing a little, thank you, you're the best, I owe you one. A little kiss on the cheek, yeah. on the nose. Yeah. hundred dollars yeah. is nice, too. Like, yeah, like a, like a couple hundred dollars, just, you know, throwing it around. It's good. I can't buy my own mallets, but I can definitely give you a couple hundred, let me borrow yours, you know? It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, now, I think we're at the getting close to the end of here so i think now we're kind of like in the realm of almost professional ish musicians to some extent we have opinions on things we like and i think we should take a couple minutes here to just say what we like why we like it now i guess i'll go ahead and get started with this i wanted to give a few more quick shout outs to great companies that slipped my mind when we're initially recording this clip so first of all shout out to grover pro percussion for your continued support on instagram i always hear so many good things about you from our buddy Keegan Fountain, always hanging out and talking to Neil, having some great conversations with him. And just really, I just hear he's a great guy. Also, my friend Taylor Hussey had some good interactions with Neil about some stuff up there. So anybody in New Hampshire area should hit up Neil Grover and check out the Grover's products. I use your triangle beaters for large ensembles all the time, and they're just, they, they're fantastic. So thank you for that. And then next, I'd love to shout out Malatech and collaborating with us with Tams over here, given that giveaways when we did the episode with Flam 7 Percussion, who should definitely also be getting a shout out here. Thank you. Thanks for all you do for us, Scott. You've been awesome. When we started doing an episode with Scott Brown of Flam 7, he thought it'd be a great idea to partner a giveaway or the episode with a giveaway. So we gave away some of the late night series practice mallets from Malatech. And when we were about to announce the giveaway, Malatech decided to double the mallets. So we ended up giving away two pairs that night instead of one. And it was really great to meet people in the community over at Flam 7 and really get to work with everybody over there. And of course, Malatech, thank you so much for being able to be with us to give, help with the giveaway. It's been, means so much to us. And Scott, you've been awesome just as a person, as a collaborator, being willing to, being willing to do an episode of us over here. And we one of our first guests we had on. So really, thanks so much for everything you do. And back to it. So recently, I went to the American Percussion Seminar last year with Mark Ford, and it was all virtual. This year, they're doing it again. They announced it. It's going to be, there's going to be a couple guests there, mainly people from around Texas, but also like Jihei is going to be there as well. So it's going to be really cool. That'd be a fun thing to go to. And I won a snare drum from there. I won the Thomas Starphonic snare, and it's been like my go-to snare ever since I've done that whole thing. It's been it's been great. I used it for a recent recording session of A Minute of News, which is going to be on Mary Seidel coming up soon. It's been that video was awesome. Everybody go check it out. I love that piece. It's fun. It's such a fun piece. Thank you, Sulin. Yeah. And then like, yeah, so Tama, I've been really liking your stuff and just keep doing what you're doing. I also recently just got a new drum set, the Club Jam over there. I've been like messing around with it, tuning a little bit. It's really neat because it has like, it's really portable. It's really small and also has like its own cymbal arm that attaches to the bass drum so you don't have to like bring an extra ride cymbal stand or something you just gotta bring like high hi-hat stand and it's like everything else has come with it it's been great and like a snare stand too but other than that it's been great i also really been like art like accessory wise i've definitely like my black swamp stuff i own a six inch tri the six inch artisan triangle and the german silver tambourine I got recently. There's been, they're great for everything. I really like the variety of sounds you can get out of all that kind of stuff. So it's just been really good. 
And then mallet wise, I always kind of lean towards IP if I haven't mentioned that enough already today. <laughs> and I've been like every other word would say is IP because it's been great. James Campbell sticks are so good. They're my favorites. Casey mallets, because I, I mean, I studied with Casey, so I guess I like his stuff. <laughs> hey, Casey, what's up? And then Pius's mallets, and been trying out some other stuff too recently. This has been a good time. I, so Tama, Black Swamp, and IP. I've been like my folks lately. Oh, and one last one, artifacts, because I've been really messing. I really like the A2 sticks. I've been playing with them so much lately. They used them in my recording session for that. So they, they were my nice sticks I use in them now. They're a little bit beat up, but really good sticks. Aaron, you're awesome. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. Segway, my turn. Artifact percussion. Probably my favorite brand of stuff. I use the Vox Calidus mallets for everything I have, marimba. And then I bought some of the front ensemble stuff. They're great. Their Xylo, their Xylo Glock mallets are S tier. I love them. I think they're the, the best over there. Um, so Aaron, Lexi, you guys are great. Um, aside from Artifact, I do like Promark or pretty much the because I because I do more than just percussion. And anything Didario family of products, so like Evans and stuff. Um I like I I like I mainly like their sticks. I haven't really used their mallets much, but I really love Promark sticks. Um, and yeah, those, those, and then I like Evans heads. Uh, and those, those are the two, those are the two companies that I'm like, these, these are, these are my go-tos. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd say I have like, a specific thing that I like more than other to me for like mallets and sticks and gear and stuff. If it's good and it works, it works. I don't really have a preference. I do tend to gravitate a lot towards IP mallets. Uh, I love the Shi'i Wu mallets. People make fun of me because I always use my Shi'i Wu mallets. And uh, it's like the running joke that they're like, my security blanket but they're great mallets like they're they're great mallets they're great to practice with they're great to play with they're multi-purpose i love them um i also i like vic firth stuff too i used a lot of vic firth stuff in high school uh, we use a lot of vic firth stuff here at vandercook um so that's always great they have some great stuff van sizes are i know a pretty standard mallet that people use but they're great mallets um I also, we did a clinic once here at Vandercook with um, Heartland Marimba and they came in with, I, I believe they're sponsored by Marimba One. So they came in with a bunch of Marimba One stuff and they, for like people that performed, they gave out some mallets. So I got some Marimba round sound mallets, Marimba One round sound mallets from them. Uh, and I, that's how I discovered that I loved the, the round sound mallets. They sound great. I went and ordered some more after that. Um, so yeah for me personally it's a lot of like testing it do i like it how does it sound i don't really like have like a this brand is this brand this brand it's just kind of like they sound great so i love them yeah for me i'm gonna be like definitely less specific than you guys because i feel like i mean i can say what i like but i think i'm actually still trying to figure out like what kind of mouth like i like like i like encore mallets and like marimba one mallets but for me, I try to, I don't, I try to be very, like, not cheap, but I want to be able to, like, spend my money on something that I really, really like in terms of, like, mallets or gear and stuff like that, so, like, for me in college, I feel like what I really, really needed was, like, a set of brushes. I feel like they come in handy a ton, like, I didn't know that, like, I use the Vic Firth brushes. Um, just like the purple ones I think they're like the standard ones that everyone uses because like I I can use that for like jazzy things I can use it for large ensemble percussion ensemble like I feel like I've been using brushes a lot um, also my galaxy stick bag which I love I actually got another galaxy stick bag the circular round tube ones from artifact from winning that scholarship thing too and like it's super convenient I guess like if you have a lot of mallets like maybe get like I think the freer bag which is the rectangular one where there's more space but it's just so convenient to have like 
I don't know, it looks cool and like your mouths can stand up and it's just very convenient. Um, I guess like drumsticks, I actually don't really know. Like I'm still trying to go on this journey of like figuring out, like I said before, what kind of works best for me. So like snare drum mouths, I'm still trying to figure out, but I do have like, I call them the Kiji sticks, the ones, the tiny little nubs um, for Kiji, the freer ones. And then I like, I really like thin drumstick sticks um, for drums that, and just like in general, because I feel like that in my hand, I have these pink drumsticks that I recently bought from um, Guitar Center that I can't remember like who made them, but she's really cool. And she's like a multi-instrumentalist and she also sings, which is really cool. And they're pink. And that's why they're the best mouth or the drum drumsticks that I have. Um, I also use Cooperman and yeah also Tiffany mallets is something that you need in college I feel like because in high school I think you can get away with just borrowing stuff but different like at least like a hard Tiffany mallet or like medium soft is really good too yeah those are the things that I think are important you saying Cooperman's reminded me that I love, sorry, Alfred, uh, the, I didn't really talk about drumsticks, but like the Cooperman sticks, there's some great sticks. And, you know, I'm not saying they made my buzz rolls sound better, but I, it might be a coincidence that I started using Cooperman's and all of a sudden my buzz rolls sounded better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah I had the Cooperman's the fives and they were persimmon and I used them for a video I did rim shots on them because I'm an idiot and then I broke them and those were my last pair so I and they don't make those ones anymore and I'm sad but it's okay some people really hate Cooperman's but I don't know why but like I said whatever works for you works and it doesn't matter I'm like holding on to my persimmon Coopermans like they are two very small like I don't know pillows or something I just don't want to get messed up. Yeah, don't don't do rim shots with them. They will no. break on you. They got some wear on them. Like they got a little bit. They got a little bit of wear on them. Like this way. Like you can see a little bit. Not too much. Yeah. So no, no big gashes in them, but like they're good. The Cooperman ones. I like them a lot. They're safe. My like my collector sticks that I'm gonna like praise forever are my my three pairs of Malatech Rosewood concert sticks, um, which is the was it the the Bob Becker sticks, the Tony Cerrone sticks, and I think Chris James. So 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 some one more where the like the bead is like tiny nubs, kind of like the freer ones. Oh, I had a question. Uh, or, so if give you guys give me your your number one portrait mallet and your number one portrait stick. Like you're gonna take a picture and you'd be like, this is the one I want in my picture. What what would you guys what would be the one that you reach for for first? Man, it depends on what I'm wearing. <laughs> you know, if I'm wearing like a blue suit, for example, I don't know. Like if I'm wearing a blue suit like this one. I probably would wear my, I'd probably get my Casey mallets out, which I definitely did for that. You know, the standard three blues and the purple. And those look really good. Uh, snare drum sticks, I think. Do I have a snare drum stick picture? I, I know of a tambourine picture, but like, I think I'd probably pull out my James Campbell's again for my my um, other pictures. They're just, they look clean. They're, there's no like weird patterns on them. There's like, they're just clean sticks. I think you already know the answer to this, Alfred, <laughs> but my she woos <laughs> and uh, probably my coops. All right. I think for me, any uh, marimba one mallet, like the ones, I, the wave wraps, I think are really nice because like I love marimba one, like they're so pretty and they sound good and they're very kind of overpriced. But anyway, that's okay whatever but yeah I think any type of marimba one mallet because they're just so nice and colorful and then I guess for drumsticks the pink ones my pink drumsticks that I can't remember the name of or like freer ones the the little kiji nubs or I think the ones with the black tips and then they're like 
a lighter wood color. Those look cool, and I don't have them, but they look cool, and I would like to eat them. Yeah. Are those the carbon fiber ones? Like they like I don't know. Black and then half this way. No, it's like just the the nub is like black, and then the rest of the tip, I think, is like a lighter wood. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're good, but they superficially look cool. So yeah. They are good. I, I've used them before. They they do have like them in carbon fiber. Then sometimes it's like a hybrid of wood and then nylon up in. But yeah. I think my go-to mallets would be the the Vox Calidus mallets from Artifact because they're white and blue on top. That, or I go with the mediums. And also I have like a whole set of blue grip tape on it. So it fits my blue sky aesthetic. Um and for my drum drumsticks, I definitely would have to go with the match Strauss sticks from Promark because persimmon. Um, but look, those are my sticks. Those are my portrait guys. Yeah, persimmon is it's a yummy fruit too. So you should eat them. And dried persimmon. They're delicious. Is good. I like them. They're really sweet. They're almost like dried dates, but they're persimmon. Not gonna lie, when you said portrait mallets, I thought you meant like which ones you'd play the entire portrait to rhythm with. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what? I'm like, Balter Blues. <laughs> Balter Blues. Becker Blues. She E Woos. Balter Blue, Becker Blue, She E Woo. And I think that's all the time we got for you today. So thanks again for coming out here, checking out the podcast. Make sure you're supporting us on Patreon. Thanks for kind of listening to us ramble about gear for an hour or so. It's been, it means a lot to us. And I hope this means a lot to you one day, future band directors, current band directors, anybody who's just looking for good mallet recommendations. And like our, our email is always open, tamspercussion at gmail if you want to email us or question more about it. Our Instagram is always available. DM us. We'll happily talk to you about whatever you want to hear or just anything. If you have any other suggestions for topics for us, let us know. We got some really cool stuff coming up soon, so you don't want to miss our next episode. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Have a good one. Goodbye. And stay grooving.